Hello, my name is Pedro Millan. My name is Jordan Green. And welcome to the Half Step to Life podcast, where we enrich creatives and assure the artists within you. Yes, Cartoon Network. <laughs> you, 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 everybody that's watching, thank you for joining um, on the eighth episode to Half Step to Life. If this is your first time joining, please feel free to look at the other episodes and other content that we have on YouTube check it out, and check it out, check Instagram. It out. Yes, uh, check it out. Uh, uh, uh. Also, don't forget <coughs> to like, comment, subscribe, and turn your bell notifications on on YouTube if you're watching this on YouTube. Better turn them on. Better turn them on because we put out videos like this every single week and you don't want to miss them. We want to hear the bells. Yes. But speaking of bells, ding. <laughs> Insert sound here. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You're not inserting the sound. That's I am sound. inserting the sound. No. I, yeah, 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 yeah. No. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> editing, editing, the beauties of editing. Ding. But, Are Jordan, facts. Jordan, how are you, my friend? Oh, oh. Mm. Mm. I'm good. Bopping. Oh, 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 I'm good. I got my Billy, Mandy, and all the other. Oh, facts. Why were you looking like that? You, I was like, you I was like, one Billy? That <laughs> That's Bill, true. Who's Billy? Billy. <laughs> come on, bro. I don't know no Billy out here, bro. You don't have any. Come on, bro. Billy and Mandy, bro. <laughs> Billy, That's the, what grim, the Grim Adventures of Billy and Mandy, for oh sure. Oh, my gosh, sure. bro. It's Cartoon Network. You know what was BOG. killing? Yeah, facts. Do you know what was killing, though? Toonami. Killing uh, means good. Yes. To those people that are not. <laughs> who haven't who haven't you know. Musicians. The, yeah, the jazz jargon. The jazz jargon. Yeah, no, I call it the jazz jargon, but yeah. Oh, so you you think you're cool because you know, no, I don't. No, I don't actually. All right, <laughs> I think I'm average. <laughs> no, I'm wow. <laughs> wow. But you know what was killing Toonami? I always loved Toonami. It's just like like you know, so close to the microphone. It's just like yeah. Back uh, after this, we'll have bo 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 bo, and then after that, we'll have Dragon Ball Z Kai. Like like you know, back in the day when that was yeah. still the thing. Man, I, I miss I miss Toonami so much. Re- a lot of great memories. Or Nick at Night. Nick at Night was oh, a Nick great Night. show. Nick at Night. I definitely watched that a lot. Yeah, like um, what was what was that show? Um, uh, what was it called? Uh, yeah, Danny, yeah, I know. <laughs> the shut up. I like, know. Like Danny <laughs> Tanner, not Danny Tanner. Danny Tanner. <laughs> no, not Danny. Yeah, Danny Tanner actually. Danny Tanner. What is that show called? Like everywhere you look, everyone's face. Somebody who needs Full you. House. Full House. You that forgot was, what Full I House. I forgot Full House. Bro. You know they came out with a Fuller they House, right? Fuller House. I heard it's not that good, actually. Probably wasn't, but it's Full, Full House was killing Fuller House, though. Full House was killing though. It was, it was funny because like Fuller House is like, oh, okay, wait, what's the right? What's like the, like the families really matter. Right, like, families really matter. <laughs> <laughs> The real, real, <laughs> the real, real housewives of Georgia, like the freshest the, Prince of Bel Air, <laughs> um, <the laughs> for sure, for sure. But you know what was killing that, that show? George Jewel Lopez. Lopez. <laughs> <laughs> you know what was killing though? Uh, the 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 sh- the show opening, like. But I always remember there was like a alto saxophone playing. I was just like, man. This guy going in like, bro. Did you even listen to the Hey Arnold theme song? I mean, bro? yeah. Bro, OG, bro. that was some stuff. Right that there. was killing. For they sure. were they were in the stew, bro. They're in the stew. In the right stew, the studio yeah. people. If you're not hip, but it did it. Bro, I had some groupon. I was like, why are they grooving like that? Facts, facts, facts. But it it, it was good though. There were a lot really of shows good. that had really good music back then. To think of it, actually, I think 
Yeah, 90s, 90s shows, bro. They had the, they had these cats in the studio, bro. They were Honestly, ripping it. They were they're just ripping like, it in the studio. Yeah, that was me, bro. That and was then, like, me. even the art and stuff from those For from those true. shows, too. I mean, don't get me wrong. There are definitely shows that have a lot of art even yeah. still like, in these days. But, like, back then, man, yeah. it, all they were, were really bops. bouting. They, they were, were really bops. Bouting, bro. You know, and then you got, like, shows like Courage the Cowardly Dog. Like, that was just kind of like, <laughs> like, like, out, man. Just super out. Yeah, that was it was interesting. And they got worse, like <laughs> as far as getting out like and now for sure. They're really out now. I don't even watch them anymore. For, listen, know. listen, I don't even watch Courage like that anymore as well. But it you know, it's all right. But it is what it is. as a uh, continuing our conversation, you know, I got to be honest with you though. Oh, what do you need to be honest about? What happened? <laughs> I was waiting for you to say something. I know I wasn't gonna say anything. Oh, I, was about to just say just, I was just like, "What the heck? Like, <laughs> why are you saying anything?" I don't know. I don't know. You can put some crickets in there. Uh, or something. Screak, screak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm I sorry. I played too the, much. The, uh, I'm playing around too much. Let's nah, get into the topic for the day. Good. It's all good. I wish we had a sound. There's definitely gonna be sound there. That's our sound. I just for gotta now. remember that. For now. Wow. So that wasn't good enough. No, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding. Nah, but but sorry. You, you wanted I'm to kidding. bring something up? Yes, yes. So let's get into our topic for the day. Yes. The topic is teaching and mentoring. Teaching and mentoring. Love teaching it. and mentoring. Yes. You know, as um as creatives, a lot of times we forget that everything that we do comes from somewhere else. Absolutely. It comes from something else. It's Absolutely. all like remixed in some way, shape, or form. Um, I mean, think about even think about like the English language. Like people write so many books. How many thousands, how many millions and trillions of books have been written? For sure. I skip billions. Um, millions to trillions of books have been written all in the same language. Hmm. So like we're, I mean, don't get me wrong. Obviously different things are happening. For it's sure. It's very creative stuff, but For all sure. using the same language. Um, think about that with any t- any medium of art or anything that we're doing. You know, we're all re- remaking things up. Absolutely. And a lot of that stuff comes from mentors and teachers and like them cultivating us and helping us in more than ways than one. Mm-hmm. So I think the first thing that I want to ask you is what do you think is like the importance or like how much importance would you put on like a teacher or a mentor to have? <laughs> I feel like, oh, that was a sigh. That was a big sigh. I even heard Yikes, that. Yikes, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sitting there like, rut row. Rut row. Scooby. Raggy. But but uh, as far as like the importance of having a, a teacher and mentor, I feel like um, just having somebody like there to guide you and put you in the right direction in order to figure things out is, is especially important. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I say that is because like, obviously they're coming from a, a level of expertise and a level of knowledge that they probably went through at the same age that you were going through yeah. or the same life. It doesn't necessarily mean like that y'all have to be younger than your teacher or mentor. Mm-hmm. It could be actually the opposite. There are many instances where people are like mentored by people younger than them. So it's like, it's just dependent uh, on their competence within whatever it is that they that they uh, are in and just their their uh, capability of giving you that information to you so that way you can benefit as well. I agree with you, man. I agree with you on that. And I think a lot of times people kind of um, – people go into like being mentored and, and taught and they don't even know. Like they're not mm. even paying attention to it. Yeah. Like 
I, I think there have been, I mean, obviously there's sometimes whenever you have a teacher in front of you and they're doing their thing, it's like, okay, well, that's my given teacher. For sure. But how many people have been around you that have given you advice, like more than one time or, or people that, you know, just, you know, you wanted to hang out with them and every single time you hang out with them in some way, shape or form, like you're getting mentored or they're, you're mentoring them and it's like a back and forth type of thing. For sure. Um, I think it can be on a level that's like almost the same too yeah. sometimes, you know? Absolutely. And like there are, there are a bunch of like... Uh, people in any occupation that really that I've seen like they'll literally be the same age like yeah. li- they'll literally be the same age but they'll literally attest to like man I gotta give thanks to you know Fulano Mengano Joe Schmo mm. uh, for for being a, a friend a mentor uh, a colleague in in this sort of stuff in my development because without him I wouldn't have been able to reach the success that I just have made. It's really funny because you could have taken that and put it that like right into an award speech, like for an award ceremony. Uh, for, that's, for literally, that's what, literally what they say. Exactly. But it's also true. It like, is. It is. It's, it's like genuine. Like, 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 you know, like we're, we're pr- pretty much the same age. So it's just like, imagine if I would say that, at like, you know, an award show or something for like YouTube, YouTube, give us an award. <gasps> Listen, save yeah. the tears for that later, bro. Save it for later. They keep coming. They keep co- the awards, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I bet. We're going to get those awards. All the awards, we're going to get them. This man. Listen, <laughs> this, I'm here to awards, get that, right? that what? bag. I'm here to get that bag. Uh, I would need a Kleenex, bro. I yeah, enough facts. Like, just, my mom's in the background being like, yes, I mean, nanny. like, you know, just like all this. <laughs> <laughs> like, it, it'll be a whole deal. It'll be a whole deal. But, but yeah, for sure. Uh, it's definitely, definitely really important. And um, especially if you want to develop and go into a direction a lot quicker even because then having a mentor could definitely save a a bunch of time speaking of time um with this comes the next question which Mm -hmm. a lot of people think it's self-explanatory but how do you go about finding a mentor or how how would you say Mm. you go about it Mm. see uh what i've noticed is that the best mentors are uh the people who have the most successful students Hmm. and the reason why i say that is just like you hear things or like you hear things about their students and you know usually their students will also be putting out a bunch of stuff which is really great to add to the space of whatever occupation you have Mm -hmm. especially creatively and then you hear it's like oh that teacher taught that person that's killing it's like the whole um who is that saxophone player who like taught basically all the post coltrane people uh john coltrane i mean uh, the post uh, Joe Allard, oh, Joe Allard, okay. Joe Allard, like he was like a, a guru for like breathing and stuff like that, and like mm-hmm. mouthpiece placement and like technical stuff on the saxophone, and basically like people from like Michael Blake, uh, Michael Blake, Michael Brecker, yeah. uh, Dave Liebman, mm-hmm. uh, Rick Margitza, yeah. like everybody from like the post Coltrane era, like he's taught them. Yes, and imagine literally, I mean Joe Allard, unfortunately he's not alive, but like imagine like back in the '90s or something, you went to go te- went to go study with with joe alley <coughs> mm-hmm. then you would be part of that crowd again and you would be see- receiving the same information that they are yes yes you know it obviously the end result is not the same because mm-hmm. michael brecker doesn't sound like rick margitza rick margitza doesn't sound like dave liebman but like it's just the addition of that very vital information that allows you to further along your own path than you would have been able to if you were just doing it alone i agree with you i agree with you i would add one more thing to that though sure just the fact that um like the the idea of who the student is too right just because at the end of the day like teachers do a lot they will do as much as they can sometimes teachers and students don't match up but like 
with the information, like right. whatever is happening, right? With whatever the, you your, do with it, your, whatever you do with it, you know, like sometimes people, people have, you know, the, the skills maybe for sure. But they don't have, you know, the, uh, the way to relay that information, the way to relay it sometimes. And sometimes students, you know, they get the information and they're, you know, they're good players, but they might not necessarily have the wherewithal to make gigs for themselves or make certain things happen, which is what we're here for. We're trying to, <laughs> we're trying to help. No, you. you got me at wherewithal, bro. I haven't heard that word in a while. You got oh, me I'm that sorry. one. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was like, dang, I'm sorry. dang, wherewithal, <laughs> I'm here for it. Uh, but, <laughs> but I mean, that's that's absolutely important. Like, you know, I've been told multiple times by really famous musicians that mm -hmm. like take every teacher's information with a grain of salt, mm -hmm. and that goes with your mentors as well as well. Because one thing that works for somebody else doesn't necessarily mean that's going to work for you. Mm -hmm. Like, for, I know for a fact, my tenor sound is going to sound dark. That's I, what I yeah. That's, that's what you that's, are. That's that's. I can't change that. I could change maybe a mouthpiece and like maybe like change some certain characteristics of my playing, but like it, I just know for a fact it's just going to be always dark. It's going to be a darker sound, yeah. Darker than than most people's, mm -hmm. and that's okay, you know. Like, but you sound like Pedro. That sound like me, you know. You know it's just, <laughs> and that's the same thing with any any occupation. Really, is not only necessarily creatives, but just people in general who are yeah. trying to strive to get better at something. For sure, mm -hmm. not everything works for everybody, and all that stuff. And I think it's um I think it's really important to remember those things too as you're going in like oh, okay this person's great but like take like that take take it with a grain of salt moving sure. forward being a mentor or teacher mm. and sometimes this is the thing too is that even though you might not know that you're mentored or teach or like taught you know um you know that kind of stuff I think a lot of times what ends up happening is you're in a position where where um what's the word for it oh oh you're like I guess you're kind of thrust into something that you didn't necessarily know you were in. Thrust. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like one of those action words like thrust. I remember one time I was talking to a, just like somebody, you know, um, that I considered a friend, like a younger musician. Mm -hmm. And I remember, um, you know, we were just talking one time. And after I finished hosting like this, this um, jazz night, I was hosting in Austin's. Uh, he comes up to me and he goes, you know, Jordan, um, how do you do that? And I was like, what are you talking about? He's like, how do you, how do you host so well? Mm -hmm. And I was like, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. And he, and you know, he, and from that point, he was like, you know, I've been watching you, I've been paying attention, and I've been like trying to pull things, but I, like, I just have to ask, like, how do you do it? And at that moment, I was thinking to myself, wow, like maybe the conversations that I've been having up to this point with people have been mentoring them in some way, shape, or form. For sure, you know. So, right. what, what do you think about that? Being a mentor or teacher, and not necessarily knowing it. Um, you know, it's like. I guess that's, you know, that's also kind of like part of your personality, you know what I mean? Just being able like to be well-spoken, mm -hmm. especially when you're trying to convey a certain message. So that's also like a personality has something to do with it. But also it's just like, you know, competence, you know, just like what you develop comp through competence. Like I know, I know people, they, they tell me all the time, like, it's just like, I don't know how you can talk to like people all the time. And I'm like, eh. I just I just happen to meet a lot of people at the same time and I want to feel like their their points are taken valid, care of or yeah. valid or mm -hmm. you know exactly. I'm trying to make sure that they feel authentic when within the relationship that they have with me you know for so sure, for so sure. because otherwise it's just like then they're not getting anything from the conversation if we're just you know stuck there like you know you know like hello thank you that was those my uh my period to shine to sing for you check us out on soundcloud yeah. soundcloud spotify y'all title the god what <laughs> <laughs> 
something that what? Mr. Organic, you know, Mr. Organic on YouTube. No. It, like anytime he's in, in an interview, the people will be like, uh, oh, and this is Mr. Organic, the God. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I've just been blessed, man. I've just been blessed. <laughs> like, man, no, I love him. But uh, yeah, but like going back to my original point, it's just like, at, at sometimes like you're just you're just given these gifts as as part of your personality or you know competency that you're just develop over time you know mm-hmm. like people have taken uh lessons with me solely based upon the fact of like developing a practice routine mm. you know and i'm talking about like guitar players or drummers and stuff like that like some of my colleagues like like yeah the same age as me and they're just like how do you practice bro because i feel like sh- i should you know develop uh, a certain practice routine and you seem pretty uh, on top of that sort of thing and i'm just like i, I never that's because pedro is on top of that thing i would have i would have never guessed one of my colleagues would come up to me and be like hey i need help developing a practice routine and i think you would help with that sort of thing and i'm just like um <laughs> exactly exactly so it's just like you know uh i don't i don't i don't know how that would would work out uh, I think you have some more points here that you wanted to talk about. Of course. So good, good information. Um, <clears throat> giving good information to people that trust you. So like with that, and I mean anything really. Like whenever you're sitting down in a lesson, teaching, um, whenever you're you know mentoring anything. Mm-hmm. Like how do you how do you make sure that everything that you're giving to somebody is good stuff? You know how I know. How? Because all stuff that my teachers got gave to me prior, mm. like literally everything that I say within my in my lessons, the when like to people who are older than me or people who are younger than me or who people who are my colleagues are literally pieces of like gold nuggets of advice that I've gotten from my teachers, always, and it's and it's hilarious because it's like people I I can't count how many times somebody would be like, how did you figure this out? How did you figure out this thing? How are you thinking about this? It's just like. John Arabigan told me, Melissa Aldana told me this, M- you know, Michael Moore from the Netherlands told me this, Bob Reynolds told me this, Bob Shepard told me this, you know, like all these different types of saxophone players that basically gave me information based upon their experience. And they probably received the same thing from other people that they took lessons with. So imagine that. It's For like, sure. you know, like Melissa Aldana, she was from, from Chile. John Arabigan, he went to Juilliard. Michael Moore, he was from Texas. No, sorry, California. Uh, Bob Reynolds, everybody knows Bob Reynolds, bro. He went to Berkeley. Uh, so, you know, their experiences only influenced my experiences as a saxophonist and as mm-hmm. a musician in general, because my lessons didn't only consisted of, of, uh, you know, musical lessons, but I would also ask them like critical thinking questions, like, 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 like your question from previous episodes that you mentioned, like, how do you do your taxes? Like this sort of thing, you know what I mean? Yeah. And, and yeah, so, so like the only reason why I know it's good for a fact, because it was, if it was good for them and it worked for me that way, I know it's going to probably work for whoever I'm teaching, depending if they take that information, take or not. information, but it's good information. You know that because of that, yeah. and that's good. That's good. And I think this kind of brings it to the next point too, is <clears throat> oh, you had to clear your throat there. Honesty. 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 Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of times people kind of forget that, like, like, you know, you, you're on, uh, think about being a mentor to a bunch of people or sitting in a master class with like 100 people in the room, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not as honest as you can be, mm-hmm. how many people's lives could, you know, be at st- or be in st- at stake, you know, whatever you're doing? I mean, 
A lot. <laughs> a lot. A lot. It's, that, it's, it's so important to be honest about everything True. that you've been through, you know, because sometimes, I mean, it's, a, it's an easy thing to say, oh, well, yeah, you know, if you, if you try to do this, I think this is the best way to do it. But, sure. you know, at the same time, what happened to you? Like, what did you do? Yeah. It, it's, it's always like, okay, if, you can, if I can give my experiences and the things that I messed up with, mm. maybe something I messed up with will be better for somebody or maybe it'll be worse. Maybe it won't work out for them. Right. But being honest about your experiences and everything that happens, even if it's not a good thing. For sure. To, people, uh, I also something that I've noticed within lessons or just giving advice in general, people were more uh, keen to going based off of anecdotes. Mm-hmm. Like, actual experiences that happen to you yeah like you can tell a person like hey practice this shape hey think about this that or this and that and the other but like if that doesn't necessarily like bring about the impetus to to for for them to you know critical think about these certain things if it doesn't spark this kind of like turning wheel in their brain then they're probably not gonna not gonna take that information for what it was you know because Mm -hmm. at the end of the day it's just like the value that they see from that is from your own experience. Like, just like you said, like literally if I said, I need to go to the store. And when I went to the store, I met a really old woman. She was very nice to me. And that was a really great day. You know, like you're going to be like, Oh, that's, that's cool. Like what was that old woman like? You know, that sort of thing. But if then if I relayed the same similar type of information, but literally go about it in a more condensed way, you're probably not going to receive it as well. Mm. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's like today I went to the supermarket. (laughs) You know, just like, like, wait, like, okay. uh, It's not going to be received as well. Cause it's like it's not. It's also like you know, with with comedy, you know, mm. like with comedy and with storytelling. It's yes. like it's not only the information that's there, but also the delivery of it. Yes, you know. Yes. So for sure, and I think I think a lot of times with the honesty, I think the wor- the worst place it'll come is with the bad things. For like, sure. Like for instance, when somebody has to go, you know, this person that you really love, like for sure, I got to be honest with you, like right. they did this. Or For they sure. might have, you know, done this. And then, like, not necessarily blackballing that's, somebody. That's really true, man. That's, you know? That is so true. For not, sure. Not necessarily blackballing somebody, but being like, yeah, I know you want to take a lesson with this person. I don't think they would work for you. You know, a teacher telling you that. Right. It's, it's the honest, it's honesty, you know. And I mm-hmm. remember one time, I think it was a very famous saxophone player that I knew about. And I won't, I'm not going to give any names or anything like that. But Oh, I think I know who you're talking very, about. Very, no, well, I mean, I'll, I'll tell you later. Like, no, I think <laughs> I know who books. you're talking about. But the thing is, is that a very famous saxophone player... And, you know, I, I said something about it and I didn't, I didn't absolutely love this person at the time. I mm-hmm. just knew about him. Mm-hmm. And, um, he said, yeah, he's kind of a jerk, like completely to anybody that you meet, any person you meet, it doesn't really matter. Like when you go up, when he, like you sign like stuff or like, oh, I you don't know the him, story. Or you ask to take a lesson, this, that, and the other, um, kind of a jerk. Mm. And I was like, oh, I didn't know that. And the person that I was talking to was like, well, to be honest with you, that's, that's, that's just how it is now i have never met this person or but now that i know that if i was going to see somebody's concert Mm -hmm. i'd probably i'd probably shy away from you know trying to be you know or or holding them on like a really really high horse and then Mm -hmm. you know walking up to that person and getting my dreams absolutely shattered (laughs) right um but it's important it's important to know these things Mm. you know have you ever had an experience like that or an experience where something like bad had to be shared or something that was Anything like that? Like, like you without know, like, getting named. Like, no, for sure. Like, like a like a negative experience that I encountered 
with like oh. a musician that I know or well um, uh, an um, an experience where a mentor of yours or somebody told you something that you didn't necessarily want to hear or had uh, to you know see uh it also depends on the on the topic you know true because like it could be kind of like not positive information mm-hmm. but like and and I mean not positive information in the sense that like like you don't know the tune mm you know mm-hmm. and but that's like said for me to get better yes you know what i mean the criticism the criticism which is which is completely fine like or like you don't know the changes or like you need to study this person or like you need to transcribe more like these sort of things that are kind of negative yes uh, but not necessarily negative it's more like constructive criticism i would Honesty, say yeah so being, being honest as so, a mentor yeah. But in that sense, it's absolutely positive, and I've received it multiple times with really great teachers. And I feel like that's also the the, the definition of a, of a really great teacher if mm-hmm. they're willing to tell you the positive things about your playing, but also the negative, and have no trouble, you know, demonstrating or illustrating that information towards you, no matter what your feelings or not. You know, honesty, and it and it's so important. It's so important because yeah. what's the per, what's the purpose of learning? For you to for you to get stuff that you don't know, Facts. you know what I mean. And then going on with that, I think it's important to remember um, as far as like the relationship that you have, right? right? Student teacher mentor relationship, and how in, in a lot of ways they, those bounds shouldn't be broken, right? You know, um, thinking about a student teacher relationship, what is something that you feel like would be okay for um, more probably on the on the college side of things, like something you'd be okay like with your teacher or mentor telling you, and then maybe something that's not okay, like to an extent, like okay, that's crossing a certain boundary. And I'm glad you mentioned boundaries because I feel like there's there's definitely things that could come up within a student teacher relationship on a multitude of ways, like you know. Um, uh, like okay a teacher-student relationship shouldn't go farther than me receiving information and constructive criticism on my playing and my musical career mm-hmm. besides that like you know obviously you get like life advice and stuff like that like as you get closer oh, yeah. to the to the person but of like course. but like outside of those things which are kind of common sense mm-hmm. that is completely inappropriate because mm. there have been instances where even you and i have seen like in the news where like a musician does something or like an yeah. artist oh does something gosh. and it's you're disgusting. just like are it's you serious terrible. bro and it's and it's not and it's not like it's not only bad for that person's career but also mm-hmm. puts like a certain image towards creatives in general and you're just like man like are you you like you are you serious like like you couldn't just like keep it to yourself you know like and you know like we're not going to say those types of things on this podcast but like it's just like it's just it's just poor judgment ignorance it's wrong and wrong it's wrong <laughs> and it's, it's just wrong. it's straight up wrong and a lot of times right. um it's important to remember and and even sometimes you know just just for people to know right. um know where you know this relationship and know where it's supposed to start and end especially for, for teachers sure. in schools especially for teachers at music programs like sure. uh like academies and stuff like that um when it comes to a teacher especially you know somebody that's a little bit older and then somebody that's younger mm. especially especially in the ages of like adolescence and stuff like that right. it's important for e- parents to be involved right and it's also important for you to remember you know and kids and people just to know signs of things that are going on, you know? Um, right. And, yeah. and I feel like, cause you know, boundaries can be crossed mm-hmm. really easily, especially yes. uh, I've seen a lot in the therapeutic field. Like there's, there could be one thing said or one thing done. And then all of a sudden th- that relationship turns into something else, mm. you know? 
And in those moments, uh, I guess this kind of advice for, for people in the student relationship, like the student aspect, it's just like, if you see those types of things, say something, mm. please. Like if you see those to types somebody. of- To somebody. To somebody yes. that's, that's like, you know, competent within this sort of like situation in life, Some probably somebody older than you or probably who's somebody who's been through something like that. But I guess on the teacher side of things, it's just like treat your students with the utmost respect and don't treat them- in such a way that you wouldn't want to be uh, treated as like, a student, as a student, too. you know, like never feel like you can cross the boundary between being a student and a teacher. Right. You know, and I think that's a big thing. Like you are their teacher. Right. You are this person's student. Right. You know, boom, boom. They're y'all giving are, you information. Y'all are not friends. You know, no. like y'all are not friends. No. Maybe after when you stop taking lessons with that person's potentially, yeah. because I've definitely seen that happen and oh, I yeah. see it a lot within my life, but that's after you know, after the fact, Mm -hmm. you know, it's the same thing within therapy. So it's just like knowing the boundaries where they lie and and like making sure to like take care of stuff when, you know, uh, and also this, this does have to do with people that are above the age of 18. So I feel like that's common sense. It is. It has to be said. I want to make sure that's clear. It has to be said. (laughs) Cause there are things that happen sometimes, but you know, then also like just briefly like a mentor and teacher, well, mentor and student relationship. Cause that can be a little bit different sometimes depending on where it is. Absolutely. What do you think is the difference maybe between a teacher and a mentor and then the relationship between a mentor and student? Um, I guess, uh, ooh. Okay, so like, mm, that's, uh, it's, it's weird because it's like, because a teacher can also be a mentor. Yes, yes, you know, in some way. Like, but think of it non-formal. Think of the difference being a non-formal relationship with that person. Not underage. Now, if it's an underage thing, it's still the same same principles as the student as the student teacher relationship if you are mentoring somebody that is younger than you is underage and is all that no way shape or form should anything be crossed or anything be breached from the student teacher relationship but somebody that you have an informal relationship with so somebody you've met somewhere else so like without without in your field yes it could even be a father it could be i was about to say that yes like um you know like a mentor uh i guess outside of your field uh, especially if you're in a field that is not necessarily one that is surrounded by um, a lot of musicians or creatives or anything like that, you know? Like, say, if you're a musician and you're in your environment, there's not a lot of musicians present and there's mm-hmm. only a few, which I've been in situations like that for most of my musical career uh, up until most like most recently. Um, you know, your, your mentors could definitely be your dad, like you mentioned, like somebody that you look up to that is like, um, that looks like they have stuff together. Because oftentimes those people do for certain reasons and, you know, they'll be able to direct you in other different facets within your own occupation. Mm-hmm. You know, like my dad, uh, we talked about in the financial literacy episode um, a couple episode episodes ago. My dad was just like, you need to learn about taxes <laughs> like today. And he was just like, and my dad, I would consider him like as a sort of mentor for me, at least Mm. one of my first mentors ever. Like, you know, because like without my dad's help, I wouldn't have figured out a lot of things that would have happened in my life without him. Like that's with like trying to develop relationships, trying to, um, trying to learn how to do taxes, how to keep my money straight, (laughs) uh, you know, or how to, you know, maneuver through different aspects of life like i can't think of any of the top of my head besides taxes or and like <laughs> relationships but like you know you know exactly what i mean my dad has taught me a lot in a different ways and he's not a musician the man exactly. cannot sing a tune <laughs> he cannot sing a tune i always tell him like 
estás desafinado. Like, you're, you're out of tune, man. Like, you gotta... <laughs> <laughs> my mom's the singer. My mom's the singer of the, oh, okay. of the house, yeah. Besides myself, of course, but... Um, yeah, so it could definitely be, like, a family member. It could also be, like, some sort of counselor. Yeah. Not This is not to say that your therapist or your mental health counselor or something should be your mentor, because that is also a boundary that's being crossed that is inappropriate. Yeah, it's a little bit right? weird, but I'm, ta- but I'm talking yeah. about, like, say, like, you're in school, like, in high school or, like, or, or college or something, and you have, like, a like a school counselor. A they, guidance counselor. Okay. Uh, you know, like yeah. a guidance counselor. They, they that, that That's also, that's a person that's actually really qualified to, like, help you out, especially if they know you on a personal level. Yes. Like, what are your goals and this sort of stuff. I guess another version of, like, a mentor that could be developed outside of your own occupation would be something, uh, even somebody with it that's not even in your field, but they study something else. Mm. And mm. within that field, and I'm talking about, like, not only like you know a family member or a guidance counselor but like say like somebody who's in biology yes or something and then they teach you something about their uh, occupation or just like roughly you know what you're talking about and then that influences your own occupation and the reason why i bring that up is because like uh, i took an environmental science class like for for my bachelor's degree pretty much mm-hmm. <clears throat> before i moved to unf before i transferred to unf at in miami and one of my mentors at the time was uh, this professor called um, the Chris Chris Migliaccio. Mm. I think he was Italian, if I'm not. It was Spain's last name. But like, um, he he taught us a lot about like life and the world, not only the environment, but like life, the world, mm-hmm. what you do, like a lots of religions within the world. How can we be unified as as individuals, not only as individuals, but as a collective, like this sort of stuff, and which is really pertinent to, to music in general because people talk about that, all this stuff. I mean, look, yeah. look at Wayne, bro, literally talking about like particle particles in space and how that moves through the sun and, and oh, all this oh, stuff. Oh, oh, Wayne Shorter. Yeah. Wayne Shorter is an amazing composer and saxophonist. Please check him out. Um, but you know, things like this hmm. that you wouldn't have ever expected, you know? Yeah, for sure. I think a lot of times mentors, they come in all shapes and sizes. And in, sometimes in the informal setting, they can tell you more things, for sure. you know, that somebody else couldn't tell you. Like, oh, Absolutely. you know, maybe you shouldn't date that girl. Like, like, or maybe you shouldn't. Maybe you shouldn't looking out for there, you. They're you know? looking out for you. Looking out for you. And it's really important to have people like that around, even for if sure. they're your friends or stuff like that. For sure. Um, but yeah, man, I mean, I think it's always important to, to remember those those types of relationships are important. Mm-hmm. For sure. I agree. I have to announce this. I have to tell you guys about this. Okay, so me and Pedro have sat down and we have decided that we would like to um, start a contest. We are starting a contest. We are starting a contest. It's like more like a raffle, I guess, type thing, too. Oh, sweepstakes. Yeah. Sweepstakes. Sweepstakes, yeah. raffle, contest. Whatever you, whatever yeah. you would like to call it. Dun, dun, dun. Like, <laughs> like, like those music in the background. Like. Yes, and um, we're starting one, um, and it is for a $50 Amazon gift card. Yes. So you must be wondering what do you have to get to do what do you have to do to enter? So what you have to do is you have to subscribe to our channel. You have to subscribe to our channel, turn the bell notifications on, and then after that, take a screenshot and send it to the following email. It is J S A X Green, like the color. At <laughs> Gmail. Oh, oh, J Green sixteen right. at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll say that one more time. JSaxGreen16 at gmail.com, okay? Yeah, for sure. Um, and you guys need to do this. You have two weeks. Two weeks. Mm-hmm. Two. 
and the the winner of this uh, said sweepstakes raffle slash competition <laughs> will will be announced on the tenth episode, which is which is two weeks after this episode, right? Yes. So, um, and then we will just send you the Amazon gift card roughly after that. Yep, we'll send it to you. We'll send it to you. So <laughs> straight to if your people house. Ain't watching this? Tell them to start watching it to your tell bungalow. Them to subscribe, and if you already were subscribed, just take a picture, send it. Facts. Okay. So just take a picture and send it. You're not out of the raffle because you love us. We want you in it. We want everybody that loves us in this sweepstakes. We do. We do. Listen. My mom, I want her in it. I want my dad. I, I love me. I'm going to put myself. <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna put myself. <laughs> I need 50 bucks. <laughs> I need a 50 <laughs> um, But other than that, man, I hope you guys have enjoyed this last segment of our podcast. If For you sure. had anything that you wanted to add to this podcast or in any way, shape, or form, if you have a topic that you think is pertinent information right to any creative please let us know please let us know please let us know please let us know apparently we all singing today I'm not singing it was, it was kind of melodic there it was kind of melodic okay okay it was a little bit melodic there i can see where you're coming from but please let us know in our comments or please let us know dm us on instagram and in some way shape or form we will try to add in the submissions all right for sure now i would like to do a life bowl segment however this will be the continuation of a previous Life Bowl segment that we had on episode six. If y'all remembered, uh, we actually pulled out, well, Jordan pulled out um, a, oh, a lot of numbers there. Uh, <laughs> uh, we, Jordan pulled out from the, from the Life Bowl and it was relationships. And we wanted to expound upon it because there was a lot of stuff that we didn't, you know, tap in in the sixth episode, and we were just like, "Dang, we should we should probably say a lot more stuff." <laughs> yes, yes, and then maybe maybe correct some of the things and, that we and, were saying too. Y- you know, so, I, eh, not 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 correct. For the most part, we were there was, saying, there was a lot of good there's stuff. There's a lot of stuff. There was a lot of good stuff. Just to take um, everything in stride, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So as far as uh, I think, if I remember correctly, the last thing that we said was pretty much that like you know going about having a relationship is kind of like very difficult like we stressed that it was very difficult but also on top like it has to be balanced within life and your musical life and this sort of thing and how you were saying that you know like you you were bound more keen to a long-term relationship upon certain factors and I, and I said you know roughly that I can't do that because I'm doing a lot of things and I wouldn't be catering to the other person mm. so if, upon those uh, like you know subjects that we were that I just basically mentioned is there anything that you would want to expand upon because I know there's definitely uh, some sort of explanation that I would like to provide to any of those three points or I think the last time I mentioned um I just mentioned, like in the Bible and like the 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 Bible. Sure. Um, just the, this the biblical with, sense. Like, oh, <laughs> I, I was gonna say. <laughs> no, that I know. I got you. I got you. But basically, that you know, um, it says, "He who findeth a wife findeth a good thing." And for and this goes, for, you know, for anybody. And in, in my opinion, like if if you're sitting kind of where I am, right. um, and you're kind of looking for this person or like whoever it is, you know, right. like that can add to your life. Right. Um, I think it's really important that you remember that it's a person that you don't know yet. Mm. So sometimes we get put in situations where we're like, yo, this is the person, and I've got to sacrifice everything for this person. But it's like, wait a minute. I don't think whoever that person is, you should have to sacrifice everything for. You want whoever that person is going to be to add to your life want to help you with whatever you do and right. be somebody that, you know, benefits you as well as you benefiting that other person, right. you know, a, a partnership like that. Yeah. That, I mean, that's something that I, that I would look for, I guess, in, in the person that I was with. But other than that, that's Absolutely. basically everything that I was you know going to say. Absolutely. Like, I guess like the way I look at relationships or long-term relationships in that sense, and I'll go and then after that I'll stress short-term relationships. 
um, the way that I look at long-term relationships, there it's like a business, right? Uh, that people, um, like somebody that you're married to or going to get married to, is like an asset. And what I mean is that, like, when when you have an asset in your life, like I mentioned in our financial literacy episode, that asset improves your life. Period. It doesn't matter how how difficult it is to achieve or like certain aspects that might be more difficult than others, but literally that asset improves your life emotionally, spiritually, financially, every every single way, you know, and to bring it more in emotional terms so people can understand, it's kind of like, like you said, how people will definitely, some person that will come into my life that will definitely see the value within who I am and how I can add to their lives and vice versa. Hmm. Because at the end of the day, <clears throat> I have a lot of projects, including this one. I have a lot of projects for myself in my life, and I need to accomplish them. And uh, just like we were talking about earlier, it's just like I would prefer, it's just my preference, having somebody to be on, on my plan. Mm. And me for, for me to be on their plan as well. Mm. You know, like, it's not necessarily saying that, like, they're not entitled to do their own things and, like, I'm not helping them out. I'm just saying that, like... At, at the end of the day, I know I'm going to be working towards something and the addition of somebody within my life has to be able to 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 help me with those certain things, you know, hmm. and, you know, because it's like it's like I would do that for them, you know, mm-hmm. so it's just like that's only that's the only thing I want. You know, obviously, like other things, like trivial things, like oh, uh, like she's got to be attractive, like you know, this <laughs> this sort of thing, or like whoever you're into, right? Because we're inclusive, but like, uh, you know, you have to be attracted to the person, you have to like um, make great conversation, you have to be funny, like like this this sort of stuff, and which is all stuff that can be developed, and also stuff that are innately part of your own nature. Mm. Now, <clears throat> for all my single people out there, like us, uh, I want I definitely want to stress. Uh, short-term relationships because at the, you know I feel like short-term relationships are kind of viewed as like this taboo sort of thing they're definitely you know they're definitely viewed as like oh like yeah but y'all y'all only dated like like a couple of months you know and the reason why I want to go upon uh short-term relationships in general is because just because you get into a relationship with somebody that's in a very short period of time doesn't necessarily mean that you don't gain anything from that relationship you know what I mean like say this person was like really into books right and Mm -hmm. you can gain these things from long-term relationships otherwise too but that's probably later down the line but like within a short-term relationship like there have been people that i've dated like two months in and i don't want to be part of that relationship anymore and but through it i was so glad that i went through it because i discovered things about myself that i wouldn't have discovered otherwise Mm. You know, like my love for books is definitely one thing that I figured out through short term relationships. Another thing is just like going to the beach. Mm. Like, you know, being from Puerto Rico, like it's like you have to love going to the beach. Right. But I didn't really appreciate going to the beach until going out with somebody to the beach consistently, like all the time and being there, you know, and then enjoying the waves and the sounds and then all these different things. And uh, I'm an outdoorsy person. But, uh, uh, you know, I didn't necessarily think I would enjoy doing as much things as I did in the city up until I started living in the city and started dating people in the city and how that was like. And then showing me, like, the really great things about city life and that sort of thing. Hmm. Because, like, man, I was in Puerto Rico. There's, like, jungle everywhere. Like, like <laughs> it's, it's unquestionable. Like, there's there's just jungle everywhere pretty much. And uh a lot of people tend to look down upon uh short term relationships because because they're in fact short you know so they're just like oh why would you even want to do that in the first place so like 
my thing is just like being open to being open like i've always said you know like just just taking it as it is and if it doesn't work out that's completely fine but that that doesn't mean you should shy away from it. Mm, interesting. And and I like what I like what you're talking about with like the whole learning thing. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and I think it's really important to remember that like everything don't work out. That's what I'm saying. Like things might look good in the beginning, something happens, it doesn't work out. Now, the the big thing is, okay, did you learn? Right. And with that learning, can you get past your emotions? Mm. And make the decision you need to make. Right. And can they make those decisions with you? You know, like, and if they're not, then it's like, all right, peace out. Like, you know, and, and, and sometimes even breaking up with somebody like that, you know, that's, I mean, for some, some relationships need to be short. Right. Because they don't work. Right. Some, some relationships, even if they are short, mm. you know, are very beneficial, like you were saying. For sure. And I think the thing is too, is that like, as, you know, as, as being human beings, we do crave you know, in some way, shape, or form, touch. We crave, you know, like having somebody that feels for us. All Absolutely. these other things. So there are definitely, there are definitely, there's definitely a want there for you know human connection. Right. And I don't think there's a problem with that. I think the only thing is that when it gets to a point where it's like, it's not working. Right. It's important to be able to to take those steps and do those things. Even like, like anything else. Taking a step back, you know, it's taking yeah. a step back and just like looking at things objectively. I literally took a step back just right now. <laughs> but like from the <laughs> microphone. <laughs> but like literally take a step back and then realize is like, is this something that I want? Are they completing the the needs that I need? If yes, awesome. Continue with the relationship. If not, then you don't need to be in a relationship. You know, <clears throat> people have this misconception that like when they get into short-term relationships or re- relationships, relationships that turn they don't yeah they yeah don't. relationships that don't necessarily turn into long-term relationships even though that's the, that's was their expectation is that like the first person they meet or like the next person they meet is like they're going all in you know what i'm saying and like for me i'm i'm an open book like uh some people are different but but i'm an open book however how i share that open bookness comes gradually in a romantic relationship like with my with the like the boys the homies i was gonna say bomies but like my it's bilingual brain bro it's bilingual brain i was speaking spanish earlier and i'm just my brain's like what you know pretty much but uh when i'm with the boys like i'm gonna be my ultimate self like my ultra instinct like like, underestimate (laughs) the power of like the the homies you know what i mean the homies whoever they are yeah or the girls if if you know if you're a female but like it's just like uh the fact that i i have to be a bit more apprehensive because i'm an open book to like share myself so much with somebody mm. immediately that's true you know and that's definitely something that i learned from short term relationships because i've been in situations where like ah this is like too much like girls would be like ah oh, this is too much like i can't do this and it's just like you're absolutely right you know and then i learned something from that experience so yeah. yeah, it's great. And it's important to remember that, you know, certain things are a learning experience, too. And then um, also, you know, on that same vein, I think it's important when you're getting into relationships to remember that things things can happen that aren't that are good. Some things that can happen, things can happen that are bad. Absolutely. And to remember that at the end of the day, your health, mm. your um, your purpose mm. and other things at the 
you you shouldn't compromise these right. things right. to be in a relationship. And if you're if anybody out there is in a relationship with somebody mm. and it's taking anything from them, whether it's dating, right. whether it's like a romantic relationship right. or anything else, right. if those things are being affected, it's probably a good idea to step back right. or try and get some way out. Literally the know? definition of an asset. It's an addition to your life that makes everything else better, but it's not your life. For sure. You know, like... I I couldn't have said it up in a more beautiful way than you just did, and I think and I think it's important to remember that too because some people feel like a person is their lives. Yes, but that a lot of people do. Yeah, and it's and it's not a problem to want somebody to be there with you, whether whether that person is going to be a partner for you for the rest of your life in a Facts. romantic way, whether Facts. it's supposed to be somebody that you know a wife or a husband yeah. or anything in between, you know what whatever that is, don't put a person on that. Right. Put in put an image of what that person you know you want that person to be for you is you don't need Facts. to put a name on that like well yeah you know Samantha is my world right or like oh like um uh Christine is my world or something like that you or, better get the no not the name no no names needed you know <laughs> this this person I want somebody to be you know for certain things for me and right. to help me out in my life and do other things you know right, right, right. so you never never put a person on the image that you want for your life because sometimes people change things change yeah at the end of the day your 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 image is what's intangible yeah you know like it shouldn't be the person that you're with for show for show for show for show is there anything else you wanted to mention or um as far as as far as the relationships go know that your relationship with me and pedro we care about you we definitely do we do otherwise we wouldn't be talking about these things oh exactly Exactly. We we care about you. We care about you. Super. 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 I don't know why I said super. You were, I think you were going to say super hot fire. Oh, oh, super. oh. I'm not oh, a rapper. No. I'm not a rapper. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm not but, a rapper. Yes, but anyway, um, thank you for listening. Uh, my name is Jordan. And my name is Pedro Millan. And this has been another episode of the Half Step to Life podcast. Thank you for listening, and I hope you have a great day day and don't ever forget this Mm. irons and steamers will both get the wrinkles out (laughs) i was like iron (laughs) i thought thought you were gonna go like iron sharpens iron like from like the from the bible or something like like, i was like uh irons uh, uh steamers uh, <laughs> creatives need unwrinkled clothes facts facts steamers and bring irons. me that steamer i i like steamers more i, I definitely i'll like iron steamers. my clothes I don't, I don't care but then you like kind of flatten them out you can burn the clothes very easily well that's what you're careful you know what i'm saying like you're careful depending on the settings but uh-huh. like you know when you have a steamer it just kind of Okay, I'm good. I, I, take care, guys. <laughs> I like irons. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>